Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some. Today I effed up, crossed with relationships, and if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, the subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, and let's get in to today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from a deleted user. It's titled, Today I effed up by letting my family back into my life. Unaware, I had won the lottery years prior. So, backstory. I, 36 male, am the youngest of five children. Boy, girl, boy, girl, boy. And we grew up in absolute poverty. Mum loved having kids, but she didn't work and dad didn't make enough to support everyone. Poor enough that I remember as an 11 or 12 year old receiving a single plastic slinky and being absolutely thrilled I got anything. Growing up with that kind of family was rough. Parents got divorced and dad lived locally but didn't really do much but didn't really do much to try to be a dad. Just support financially when legally necessary and he let it slip once to me that he never wanted any kids. He just loved my mom and she wanted kids so he went along with it. Obviously with this kind of dynamic and the absolute lack of resources, home life wasn't great prior to the divorce. I was helping fix drywall at like five years old because we could only afford to live in a crummy rundown houses. I remember stripping paint with a steamer and putty knife at about six or seven and only learned recently the house had lead paint. Oldest siblings did even more housework and probably inhaled a bunch of lead dust and toxic substances. Couple that with emotional abuse of our parents and they didn't grow up to be good people. My oldest brother had anger issues and got kicked out of college for fighting people. He also got arrested a few times for stuff involving theft or violence. Oldest sister struggled with substance abuse, got arrested a few times, ended up involuntarily committed for 72 hours once. She's doing a lot better nowadays, but still an unpleasant person. Next brother went on just to be an employee at a large chain store where I think he might be a manager now. All three still live in the impoverished town we grew up in. My next sister and I are close enough in age that we are very similar. Both joined the military to escape the poverty trap of our hometown. I joined the army and she went navy, even at about the same time. While in the service, we both pieced together a bunch of things about our siblings and parents that made everything clear. It was like we both had half of a connect the dots puzzle that made no sense. And when put together, the outcome was a big sign that everyone in this family is awful. She confronted them about it after her contact ended and kind of got dragged into the drama all over again. She moved to a city near the hometown, about one hour away, and started working there right away. I cut everyone else out of my life. I hadn't spoken to most of them in years and the others are cursory and obligatory in nature. After my contract ended, I started college using the GI Bill which not only paid for my tuition, but also paid a monthly house and stipend so I can focus on school. 
my family fucking hated that I was basically getting free school to them. Couldn't explain that it meant giving up four years of my life for active duty, and I have to drill every month in the reserves, and part of my body is permanently wrecked. To them, it is an unfair advantage. While in school, I had a habit of buying a lottery ticket every month when the GI Bill hit my account. I was borderline superstitious as I never had any notion of winning because I remember a statistic once that said men in California have a higher chance of actually being Brad Pitt than winning the lottery. My final semester, I won. I didn't win fuck you money by any means. I won the type of money where you could pay cash for a three bedroom, two bath house with 0.36 acres in a county where house prices were below the national average and then have nothing left. Yes, it's specific because that's what I did. I never told any family, including my cool older sister, because as much as I love her, she would almost be obligated to tell the rest of them. The purchase of that home happened when I was 25, so 11 years ago. Since then, I got married and had a kid and and have an all-around nice and pleasant life. About a year ago, older sister was going to be near where I lived several time zones away from family for work and she wanted to visit me so she could meet my daughter and catch up. Against better judgment, I agreed because my wife wanted to know more about my family who she had never met. So sister was staying with us for three days before. She had to go do her work stuff and spent the whole time just reminiscing and catching up. At one point during dinner on the second night, she asked about what my mortgage must be like since she has paid $900 in rent for something smaller with no yard. My wife scoffed briefly, unaware that my family didn't know of my financial windfall. Sister though, a troubled individual, is no dummy and picked up on that. Her tone shifted from casual to serious and asked, what does that mean? I'm not great at lying, improv or doing anything without excess planning. I sat stupefied while trying to figure out what to say before my wife said, well, he used his winnings to just buy the house. Thus setting off a chain reaction of questions that culminated with sister finding out I made six digits for free while attending college for free and getting rent paid while not doing any fucking work. She was absolutely livid and left for a hotel. About two hours later, the phone calls began from every member of my family accusing me of cutting them off so I wouldn't have to share this gift from God. The sister I got along with even got angry at me for keeping it a secret, but she understood that it would have put her in a bad position of lying to family. My phone, email, and wife's phone began blowing up for the next week while family tried to get money from me, not understanding there wasn't any left. They kept saying that they're about to file for bankruptcy because of debt and I could save the family, but I'm just being selfish. After a week, lawyers got involved because my family started threatening to sue me for damages for everything wrong in our family. They eventually did file. Every single thing that could even remotely justify going to small claims court or a full lawsuit was brought up. They even added up an estimated amount of gas money I borrowed since starting to drive at 16, with verbal agreements to pay you back later. Taking into account inflation and current gas prices, everything together they asked for would have just been short of buying another house in cash. I'm able to post this now because I was able to get about 90% of it dropped for being absolutely ridiculous and showing that a lot of their claims occurred during the time I had no contact with them. Thank you phone and email records. The remaining 10% of what they wanted was stuff that happened when I was 17 or 18, like denting one of their cars or injuring them when I threw an empty beer bottle during a fight and leaving a permanent scar where the glass cut them. 
after lawyer and court fees plus paying damages. I lost a bit more than $10,000 to family. The stress from the legal battle affected me at work and when it got out I was being sued by family after winning the lottery. All my co-workers began asking for help financially. It got bad enough. People come into my home at night that I had to request a transfer to a different branch where nobody knew me. Now I'm having to sell the home I bought where my daughter was growing up in and move to a more expensive city where the other branches. All because I let my family back into my life. Moral of the story, don't let family back in. And there was a couple of little additional comments where OP replied to people. It started off with Storms and Rainbow who said, so why didn't you tell your wife not to say anything so that would not have gotten out? What is the relationship with your wife now? Is the family including your sister completely and permanently cut off now? OP replies saying, I did prep my wife and that's a big part of where I fucked up. We didn't live in a mansion, just a nice house, and we still had to pay property taxes, so it wasn't like we lived completely free of bills. So the knowledge of not paying mortgage isn't always on my mind. Like, it's easier to see when something is there than to see that something isn't there. Since there wasn't any money left over, the only difference in my life and my sister's was that I didn't pay rent slash mortgage. I just hadn't thought about telling my wife. Our relationship is still solid, strange due to the circumstances, but not because of resentment or anything. Once we're settled again, it'll be fine. I couldn't reasonably be mad at her for not knowing what I didn't tell her. My cool sister is still in my life because she didn't sue. She was a character witness in my defense, stating that some of the actions family claims I did would have been well outside of what I'm capable of. She asked once if any money was left, and when I said no, she never asked about it again. Her job pays pretty well, so she isn't in debt. The Navy really helped set her up for a good career. Everyone else has a no-contact order against them. They can't talk to me, my wife, or my daughter ever again. Parents tried to fight that citing grandparental rights, but that was dismissed. They have one less grandchild now. Winbar86 says counter-sue for emotional and abusive damage, to which OP said lawyer brought that up and attempts were made. The state I grew up in has very specific laws regarding child abuse, specifically saying that actions had to be intentional or willingfully negligent. Parents were able to explain that they had no knowledge of lead paint and that the conditions out of their control were what led to poverty and the bad home life. Any emotional and abusive damage received after I was 18 began when they found out I won money because I left for the army and went no contact pretty much immediately. Their lawyer argued that a lawsuit demanding financial recoupment for the family and any conversations made prior to the suit being filed was not enough to constitute any sort of emotional damages. They didn't make any threats and all they did was call me and my wife a lot. How I handled a lawsuit emotionally was out of their control. Regarding my work life, according to their lawyer, it was my fault my performance at work decreased and led to that other situation and anything co-workers did had nothing to do with my family since they didn't actively tell anyone to harass me. Overbaron says, I finally lost it at co-workers asking for help financially and coming to your house at night. What kind of people do that? To which Mad Piano replies saying, my granddad won a fairly decent prize in a local lottery. He was so chuffed, he did the whole publicity photo shoot to receive the oversized check. It wasn't a massive amount of money, but it was a nice chunk. As soon as it went public, everyone asked for money not just people they knew every single charity started calling it was the old times with landlines and printed phone books strangers wrote letters to them begging for money it was awful this was before the internet so at least scammers weren't as common 
but they ended up going on a long holiday to the Bahamas and eventually it all died down. And I've heard some absolute horror stories about people winning the lottery and, you know, when they did come out and they'd done the whole big check thing and people just bombard them with letters, like like literal full sacks of mail asking for money for certain situations, making up situations to get money out of them, family, you know, disowning them because they won't share it out. And it really is, which it must be one of the worst things is that just don't tell anyone if you win the lottery. And it must be so incredibly hard because surely you'd love to share that news with your loved ones but the risk of it is it just sounds insane how it can turn people like that and it's just and it's not just lottery we've seen it on on this channel we've also seen it like time and time again with inheritances when someone gets a big windfall and the rest of the family are like wow i deserve a piece of that you know kind of thing what a family to live in holy moly i don't understand how they they're suing though for for damages for everything wrong in the family, like what suing for him when he was younger. I, I don't understand that bit. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Story. And in our next story, there's brief mentions of miscarrying so I just wanted to throw that one out there in case you want to skip this story. Please do so. Timestamps are down in the description. Please look after your mental health. Super important. And now we're going to start with that story. And our next story comes from Pale Arachnid8452, who says, Am I the arsehole for not being happy that my sister is pregnant again? Throw away because I don't want my family tracking us back to my mate. My sister got knocked up by her boyfriend right out of high school, got married the next year, then proceeded to pop out another baby every year or two. She has four now at 24. She's a stay-at-home mum, and even though she was brilliant and could have gotten a free ride to a great university, since hers are the only grandkid, our parents fawn over her like she's the next coming of Christ. They gush over her every new tooth or haircut like it's some huge achievement. Problem is... Her husband's business wasn't great even before COVID and is barely limping along now. Sister doesn't work and my parents have limited income. So guess who's constantly being told to lend them money for shit like school fees, car seat, car payment, new stroller, etc. They don't even ask. My mum just texts me, your sister needs this amount of money for the kids and I'm supposed to cough up. If I complain, they accuse me of being jealous because I don't have a husband and family even though I'm older. I'm only 26. So, over Easter I notice my sister isn't drinking and I think, oh god, here we go again. 
Sure enough, she stands up and announces that she's been inseminated with yet another precious miracle. Everyone's gushing and I just try to stay quiet and out of the way. Later, she asks me if everything's all right and I try to play it off, but she pushes. So I ask her if she and her husband could really afford another baby. She very snippily replies, God will provide like he has done so far, which really pisses me off. I yelled at no, actually God didn't provide for her babies. I did and I wasn't going to give them any more handouts. It devolved into a big argument with everyone shouting at me and basically I've been banned from my family unless I apologize. I haven't apologized. It's been radio silent except for one text from my mum saying that if my sister miscarries it's my fault for stressing her out. I asked if my sister was showing any symptoms but no one will answer or tell me. I don't know. I don't think I'm the asshole, but I don't want to be the reason she miscarries. Also, I think I might be the asshole because secretly, I think it would be better if she did, even though I wouldn't say that to her. And we're going to start with friend Lily who says, you sound very resentful and degrading of your sister. I can understand why, but you're also part of the problem. You're 26. No one can make you give away your money. You are right that God is not providing for them. You are their ATM, but you don't have to be. Please set boundaries and work on your resentment so it doesn't eat you up inside. I'm sorry you have a selfish family, not the arsehole. To which she passed the beauty on says true. No one can make her, but she does get accused of possibly causing miscarriages if she doesn't. Opie is being financially abused. It's hard to leave abusers, especially when it's family that is supposed to love you. Often boundaries are ignored and no contact is the only true way to get away. Mom on the coast says everyone sucks here. Look, it's not okay that your family expects you to support your sister financially like this, but the way you talk about your sister and her kids in the post is gross. I get that you are frustrated and upset and that this isn't the life you would have chosen for her, but wishing that she miscarries her baby is, is a gross thing to say and I can't support that. Kiwi82 says not the asshole, and the next time your mum says, oh, your sister needs money and you need to give it to them, just say no. Sister said God will provide, so I'm giving him a turn. Forward Squirrel says not the asshole. You are not an asshole or an ATM. You don't owe anyone an apology, but if you want to keep the peace, you could say something like, I'm sorry that I didn't react well to your news. It is your decision how to grow your family and live your life, and if you're happy, then I am happy for you but I want to make sure that you understand that I can no longer provide you with financial support. I feel like you've been taking advantage of my generosity. If the only way to get your forgiveness or to have a place in this family is to pay for it by supporting your children financially, then I guess we all need to take some time apart. Now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. A bit of a different one at the end here from Experiment525 who asks, am I the asshole for not doing what my Airbnb host asked? I'll try to make this short and to the point. My friends and I paid almost $500 for a three-day stay in an Airbnb condo as a mini vacation. The host and I spoke about how he doesn't typically rent to people under 25 because they throw parties and trash the place, but he said he'd make an exception for me because I said all the right things. We didn't have any sort of party, just four friends drinking a bit at night and cooking meals during the day. We're out of the condo almost all day every day except to eat and sleep and shower. We got one music complaint because we had it a bit too loud during breakfast but that was it. 
After we've paid our only halfway refundable deposit, but before going, the host messaged me to tell me that the cleaning crew was short-staffed and I had to do the following before checkout at 11 a.m. One, start a load of towels in the washing machine. Two, strip all the bed linens and place them on the floor by the washing machine. Leave the comforters on the beds. Three, start dishwasher. Four, take out trash to dumpster in parking lot. I personally was taken aback by this because what the fuck is the cleaning fee for if I have to do it all myself? I paid nearly $500 and you all can't handle cleaning the place, so I have to basically do everything on top of packing my things and leaving. Nevertheless, we did everything but take the trash out and start the washer. However, we did strip the beds and we put all the towels and sheets together in a pile. We left the place just as we found it with the exception of trash and linens on the floor, but we were asked to do that. In my opinion, I paid a lot of money in cleaning fees alone. I'm not a disgusting person by any means, but if I'm required to pay you a cleaning fee, why am I responsible for the bulk of the cleaning? Anywho, the host messaged me very passive aggressively today and I just wanted some other people's opinions. So, am I the asshole? P.S. Do not come in the comments with a whole you got to stay in someone's house and didn't even follow their rules because I did follow the rules of the agreement prior to the payment and these demands that were made. If he would have told me that these demands prior to my non-refundable payment, only halfway refundable, or posted them in his listing, I would have never taken the place and I paid for the cleaning fee which is literally there to pay them to clean up what I don't clean. Taking out trash and starting a washing machine is not something I should be forced to do when I've literally paid someone to do it when I leave. ETA, I checked the receipt. Yes, I have screenshots and the total was $631 for three nights, not $500, so over $200 a night. But exciting change says the host messaged me to tell me the cleaning crew was short-staffed and then says, that's a them problem, not a you problem, not the arsehole. Arbor says not the arsehole, he changed the agreement midstream and was completely in the wrong. It wouldn't surprise me if he tried that on every young person he rents to, right down to the, I normally don't rent to younger people. Not the arsehole, Airbnb cleaning fees have become ridiculous in recent years, so why on top of the crazy fees would you have to do the cleaning yourself? This is why I've gone back to hotels. Airbnbs have gotten so ridiculous between the fees and the unreasonable host demands. I would leave a bad review telling everyone how he completely changed the terms of your agreement just as you were about to leave. Understaffing is literally none of your concern. Realistic animator says not the asshole. OP paid a cleaning fee. The instructions to strip the bed, start a load of tails, and take out the trash were not part of the original booking agreement. Rather, it was a text from the host after the deposit was paid. This is a bait and switch on part of the host. No mention of refunding at all or part of the cleaning fee. Not a good looking part of the host. I'm decades into adulthood and would have a big problem with this. And one more from Temporary Badger who says, everyone sucks here, mostly you. The way the host framed this was weird and I see why you gave it pause. They shouldn't make additional requests they wouldn't usually make because their cleaning service was short staffed. However, the requests themselves are just the basics. It's not deep cleaning the whole place, which is what the cleaning fee is for. I've never checked out of a vacation rental without doing all that stuff by default. I suspect they actually messaged you because they realized you weren't mature enough to realize you should. Try to think about what was actually covered by your cleaning fee. They came in and unloaded the dishwasher, did any dishes you hadn't fit in there, washed, dried and folded the linens you left by the washer, swept, vacuumed, mopped, cleaned the bathrooms, dusted, cleaned the kitchen and probably a bunch of stuff I left out. In the future, expect to do this stuff before you leave an Airbnb, whether they tell you to or not, and keep your music down. 
Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of that situation? What would you have done if you was in OP's position? Would you have done those four things that was requested? Would you not have? Could you consider that you've already paid that cleaning fee? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. As always, I would love to hear it. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. As always, getting involved in the channel, your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn... 